All right, back at it and very excited to talk about this one. This one definitely changed my life. In the Business of You series, today our discussion is about your own personal brand and what does that really mean? I'm Coach Kelly and I'm here with Coach Shauna. So personal brand, let's talk about that, Shauna. What's, what's on your mind? Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> you sound happy. It's a new year, you know, a fresh start. A lot of people get really excited for a new year. I've got my vision board done. Check me out. Nice. A lot of change happened in 2022. And so I was like, what exactly do I want to focus on? But I know it's a new year. A lot of people think through career and other topics. And so personal brand is really a good topic to talk about, especially as people are thinking through some introspection, like who do they want to be in 2023? Uh, I'm eager to share some of my own experiences about personal brand and some of my misconceptions about it as well. So who do you want to be? You said that, like, that's a cool tagline. Who do you want to be in 2023? Who is that? I need to to start the rap. So I'm sure someone in the world has probably already said that, but Mm -hmm. that's a good challenging question. But years ago, I, I don't remember where I got the insight from, but don't focus so much on what you want to do, but on who you want to be. Because we can absolutely get into just doing, especially in the workplace, just doing the tasks that we're assigned. And not always thinking critically about how we're doing them, how the people that we interact with and the relationships that we're building and nurturing or not as we're doing those tasks can lead to opportunities down the line. Who I want to be is what I'm still working through. And so short-term goal would just be maintain the growth. That's kind of my focus for this year is make sure I'm getting my metaphorical water and fertilizer for the growth that I've already achieved in the past year. Good. Who do you want to be, Kelly? Who I want to be. I have to sometimes give myself grace. So I want everything and I want it now. <laughs> I'm like the most impatient person ever sometimes. And in 2023, I wanted to be more about me. And I know that sounds terrible. Like when I say that, I feel bad when I say that. But it, it needs to be more about me. I feel like I've been so lost in others. So lost in my family and what they're going through. So lost in my daughter. So lost in my job. So lost in just all the things around me that I'm not lost in myself. I want to listen to myself more. It's definitely something that I'm working towards this year. Really want to be just present. And I know that sounds so weird, but I want to be present in the moment, listening to myself. And just hear that. Yep, 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 yep. Am I? Here all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not listening to my own voice. I definitely want to focus more on me and who it is that I want to be when I grow up. I keep asking myself that question. I mean, your life ebbs and flows, your life changes every year. And so it's okay not to have the answers. And I'm being okay with that. So that's what I'm focused on this year. Awesome. From a personal brand, though, I think this is really to me. The piece of the resistance. Is that the right way to say that? It's a piece of the the French piece de resistance. You got it. Yes. Like it's, it's the glue to everything. It's why that person gets a promotion and you're like, how? 
And it's all about personal brand. Like you can call it charisma, Mm -hmm. just having the it factor or whatever. But it's personal brand is something that is not a normal topic. It's not something that you hear, especially in the Black community, people talking about. Yep. Very true. It is definitely one of those just innate, like it just feels foreign and weird. Uh, yeah, so I think people, I mean, I think people are just ignorant of it. There's this huge focus on respect, right? Like there's in movies and media and interpersonal relationships, there's such a focus on, am I getting the respect that I deserve? I can appreciate that. I mean, history. I don't know. I want respect, right? But we don't, we don't <laughs> want to get in our own way, right? When you and I have worked together in the past, you said the phrase, you don't want to be in your own way. And for a very long time, I did not know what you meant by that. Mm. How can I be in my own way? I'm just doing the work these people are asking me to do. But I think our expectation of respect is valid. Everyone should feel respected. The personal brand piece comes in when the way people perceive you to be. You mentioned other people that are around you, your family, your coworkers, your boss, and your life who have an idea of who you are. Mm -hmm. And a large part of what makes that up is their own filters as they see you, but also the things that you do and you say. And brand has a lot to do even with appearance. Our folks who are listening who don't like to be on camera, part of your brand can be developed or deepened by you showing up on camera in a virtual space. One of the best pieces of advice that you gave me, Kelly, was how important it was to be seen by decision makers where you're working. Be visible. Um, yes, be visible. I never would have thought that made a difference. It didn't enter my mind. I'm showing up to work. I'm clocking in. That's me. They can see me. But you were like, not exactly. But just to back up a little bit here, I think personal brand has several components. One is, you know, how much you know yourself and your ability to recognize the influence you have over how others see you. So a big piece of that is consistency. Are you the same person regardless of someone's staff level, for example? Are you always respectful? Are you always punctual? The ability to build relationships that are based on who you are and whether or not that matches what you want to be known for. When I'm explaining to someone personal brand, I say, give me some adjectives that describe what you want to be known for. And if those people start to describe things that I personally haven't experienced them demonstrating, and we're in a transparent space where I can give them that feedback, I make sure to share it. A lot of the challenges that I've had with some of my very close relationships is people haven't felt empowered to be honest with me about who they see me to be. I think if there's one thing I would say about myself is I am constantly seeking growth and change. But if the people around me don't see that, or they don't feel comfortable telling me what I need to do differently for me to experience that growth, then there's a disconnect. I have a false idea of my brand if I'm not coming across that way to others. So that person's perception becomes their reality. If you don't give people an idea of who you are, they will fill in those gaps with assumptions. Assumptions, as someone used to tell me, make asses out of you, not me. I've heard it. I've heard it. We don't want people to assume. So you need to give people the information 
that they need to feel comfortable. And then it's like, then you might say, well, why do I give a rat, you know what, about somebody feeling comfortable? But when you think about it, you're doing that in your family, your personal family dynamics. You make your mom feel comfortable around you. You may not talk to your mom the way that you talk to your significant other or your child. We are all different versions of ourselves around people that we have, that we love in our lives. And that's a reason for that is because we want them to feel comfortable around us. Yep. And when you think about it, somehow we get to work and we turn it off. And we're just like, this is me all day, every day. They don't like it, then beat it. Okay. They'll beat it. But you know what? You'll stay in that same spot because you're not concerned about the relationships that you start from early and the relationships that you're building and how you're showing up every day. For sure. And I think that's just a big piece. Like, are you really showing up at how you think you're showing up? Well, to your point, people don't know. I think so many people are just so concerned at how you will receive a message. Yes. That they'll just basically keep you in the dark forever because they don't want to have a confrontational situation where they may not feel comfortable telling you the truth. And that's that's a hard piece. And I think the only way to get to a point in my mind to where people feel comfortable around you is asking for that feedback and really genuinely wanting to improve. And so when you think about personal brands, we know it is the glue. We think about how did this person get promoted and they're like, they don't do half the work that you do or they don't know half as much as you do. The life they tell you is not about what you know, it's who you know, which is true. Mm -hmm. But for those of us who came from, you know, nothing and trying to make something, we don't know that many people. Mm -hmm. So for those of us that don't know a lot of people, then the personal brand becomes a big, crucial piece that's critical for us to show up and demonstrate who we are and who we can be and for people to trust us. Absolutely. Um, The biggest challenge that people have is on the social skills, on the soft skills in that discussion after work, in those meetings after work, Mm -hmm. and going to get a drink after work. Mm -hmm. Why is it important that you feel comfortable getting a drink with me after work? Wouldn't it be important that I actually can do the job? I translate that into that person needs to know that you're capable of doing their job if they can't. Like they can trust you to do their job. That's how I hear that. And I, and I did not even understand that very early in my life. I didn't. And I felt it was more of a, a us, them thing. But right. yeah. it was really leaders when I talked to leaders. They were also saying this. And in my head, I'm like, well, how can you say this when this very thing is what keeps us from being in these top positions? Correct. But it's so true because we have nothing else to rely on because we don't have these deep connections with people of power. We just don't. And, you know, it's facts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have to find a way to bridge that. And we bridge that through commanding our own brand and making sure our brand is consistent, as you talked about earlier, consistency, consistent across everyone. And when someone speaks of you, they all say the same thing. Yes. And that that, and that's how you're being spoke of when you're not there. Mm-hmm. 
That's so mystifying when I say it. I feel like I'm I'm just being overcomplicated. This is like, why are we talking about this? But this is such a piece that is crucial to who you are. And those that can master the art of perception equaling reality. <laughs> yep. We know those people that get promoted and don't know anything. They've mastered the art of having a great perception with very low reality. <laughs> so it's well, I'm curious too if those people are adept at building a sense of trust. Right? Because I, I think the brand piece sounds like it's inherently tied to do people trust you That's on some level. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, when we think about the trust and credibility line, because it takes time for us to build trust and credibility with anyone, mm-hmm. the faster you can get up that hill, the better off you are with anyone that you meet. True. Something you said earlier made me think of, I don't know if you've heard this show. There's a show on Netflix hosted by Sarah Jane Ho, Mind Your Manners. And she says every one of her episodes, something similar to what you said. And and she says that etiquette is about making the people around you comfortable, not so much like self-orientation. And so when you talk about your personal brand, I heard that come through clearly in your response. And I was like, I've never considered it to be that. But that is in sight. Your brand doesn't mean don't be your authentic cultural self. It's to me a high level of emotional intelligence to respond and observe the people that you're trying to build relationship with to see what they consider acceptable and what makes them comfortable. So. To your point, we all know the people who are getting the positions and we're like, you don't have nothing to show for it. But if we observe and study those people, it would give us insight into what the decision makers are seeking and what does make them feel comfortable without minimizing ourselves and our capabilities. Mm -hmm. Because no one sees you 100% of the time. We all get glimpses of each other throughout the day, if, if it is even every day. And we make assumptions and judgments, and it's just human nature. When we see some money on the street, we make an assumption or a judgment on them. It's just human nature. Mm-hmm. It's for us to catch ourselves and then maybe ask questions to, <laughs> to confirm or validate our assumptions. But we make those. We're making them in split seconds. And it's based on our own personal biases and just everything around us. We're making split decisions on judgment of others. And so what you want to do is those people that are very keen to that and understand humans, because we all are humans, Mm -hmm. they can figure out in this glimpse of time that you get with me, I want to make sure I focus on these four things because I know that's important to you. And when you talk about emotional intelligence, I'm like blown away. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about the fact that you want to make sure that the time that you get with each person, especially with decision makers, is filled with what makes the most sense or what's most valuable to them and not you. Correct. I mean, how can your life just change overnight? I mean, that's just like miraculous. It reminds me of a story from my own experience where 
I was working really hard, hands on the keyboard, and there were people around me who were consistently getting opportunities for development or for promotion. And I could not see with my eyes what was contributing to them being selected over me. And I remember when you were my coach, basically performing a 360 degree feedback on me from a group of my peers. And when you brought the feedback to me from them, it was eye-opening because the feedback that was given to me was so far from what I saw myself as from a brand perspective, right? This is not accurate, what you're saying. And when you called out as my coach, the fact that it doesn't matter if it's accurate in your mind, Shauna, because these people perceive it to be true, it is true. And those people are influencers to our decision makers in the organization. And so I was able to walk away from that finally after several years of a lack of clarity. I could walk away from that conversation feeling like I finally was in a position to understand how I could control the career outcomes for myself. When I yeah. think about it, it was, you know, oh, the, the sentiment had changed very drastically where it was just like, oh, Shauna. And I was just like, oh, Shauna, she's just so great. It was just like instant. And like, she's just so great. I'm like, well, she really hasn't changed much from a few months ago. <laughs> right. But, but it, it's it's something that you changed how you showed up. Right. You were very intentional about when you did show up, this is what you want to make sure people see from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So when you're saying I'm being visible, you're not just being visible working. You're being visible and showing up with what you want your brand to be known for. Correct. And it didn't take much. I just didn't know. Like I, the biggest frustration was, no one told me before you did. That was eye-opening because I was like, I sit by these people. I create strategy with these people. I execute. I am constantly with these people. And no one would share that with me. Now, when I'm coaching people, I can share that insight. A lot of the time, we interpret feedback that is developmental to help us as a criticism and then that whole respect thing comes back rears his head up and they're not tied to each other the feedback is a point of information and if it reflects someone else's perception then we do need to pause and determine do we need to do something different absolutely feedback is a gift the world can just let you go and be completely ignorant of your ways <laughs> and nothing would change in the world. I'll right. still be right in the world. Mm-hmm. It's really as simple as pick three words. What are the adjectives that you want to be known for? Mm-hmm. Pick three words. Just pick three. What are those three words that if someone talks about you or brings you up in a, in a conversation, what do you want people to, to think of when they think of you? And that's it. And that's what you focus on. And every time that you have an interaction with anyone, you want to show up and make sure that those three words come clearly in your actions. Very true. I think, I don't know if I heard this. I can't remember where I got this from, but I heard some guidance that was like, whatever you want to be known for, start to use those words yourself about yourself when you're talking to other people. So if I were to walk into my supervisor's office and be like, hey, 
I identified this problem in a gap analysis, and I feel like I have a creative solution. Well, one of the words I want to be known for, Kelly, is creative, right? And so when I go to talk to the next person, I have a team and say, guys, this is my creative solution to this problem. Let's think about how to collaborate on executing different methods to solve this problem. So you literally start to drop the words mm -hmm. <laughs> that you want to be affiliated with in your own speech. Mm -hmm. That's right? excellent. You're dropping breadcrumbs. Follow yes. me. Follow me to the fact that I am creative. That's brilliant. And I've been in multiple meetings where it shocks me how quickly people literally start to use the words I'm using in their Absolutely. responses. Absolutely. It doesn't take much. It's a mindset shift. This is yeah. all about people and it's an art. I mean, it's not a science. If it was, it would be so much easier. Dealing with people is, is hard, especially for us introverts, but it can change your life. Just pick three words, three mm -hmm. words, start there and start demonstrating that and talking in the language like you just talked about. And you'll be surprised at how things change and people change around you and what you're known for. And it just feels like, wow, it's so easy. It how is shockingly easy. It, it is just like, oh my, it's like an aha moment. Like, mm -hmm. why was I doing this? Why was I working so hard, doing the most, not getting the most? When I could have been really just sitting here and saying, these are the three words that I want to be known for. So let's focus on that and make sure all everyone else focuses on that too. So whenever they see me, they think of that. Yes. And just to close the loop on the story, the changes that I made after getting your coaching around my personal brand really accelerated my progression to next level at the organization. I've been promoted more frequently than I even would have expected. <laughs> It's a tangible thing. It's something that you can do something about. That's perfect. And when we think about the fact that we're business entities, right? Because we're career woke now. We all are career woke. We're not going to keep doing the most. Career woke. <laughs> it only takes three weeks to create habits. So for three weeks, make it a goal to do and show up as those three words that you pick that you want to be known for for three weeks. Make it a habit. And it'll be so much easier. Life is easier and it doesn't have to be such a headache to go to work and for people to try you and for somebody working your last nerve. We don't need to go there. We can make these positive interactions. We can set boundaries. We can do all these great things. But the personal brand was like the muscles of our whole career. Yes, the nerves. It is, like it is the that, nerves. It is that like part of the brain. All the nerves that controls every part of your body is your personal brand. Yes. Absolutely. Right. We can do all the things. We can be the hardest worker. We can be the smartest person in the room. We can have the most degrees, the most certifications. But if we have a poor personal brand... It is not going to matter because you know what? You are invisible. No one wants to listen to you. They can't hear you. They don't know who you are. Who is that? Like, come on. Absolutely. So what's your three adjectives? 2023, let's go. Go. 2023, three adjectives for me, creative, consistent, and authentic. Awesome. Okay, mine is going to be, I don't know. I had to think about <laughs> it. 
All right, you got to come back to the listeners with that, Kelly. You owe them that, Kelly. I want to change them. I feel like I've always been consistent, resourceful, and committed. And I want to change it up. I want to think something up. You got time for three weeks, you can change it. Three weeks. Three weeks. (laughs) Not change it. Yes. All right, cool. It's been great to talk about personal brands. It is a game changer. And it's all about working smarter and harder. Definitely take a look at your brand. Definitely ask for that feedback so that you can continue to fine-tune your brand. Think about those three words that you want to be known for. Work on it for three weeks straight. Talk about it. Be about it. Show up. And trust life will be better. Thanks so much for joining Talent by Tuesday. We'll catch you in the next two weeks. If you want to learn more tidbits, just hit us up in our blog to learn more about building your personal brand.